Seriously, what if I were to tell you that you have everything required to attract anything you want? If you have the passion of a desire, and if you have an ambition within the sight of your imagination, and if you are ready to show up for training camp, because if you are, then get ready to manifest your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us as we continue our journey into the universe of manifestations where we are masters of our destinies. Kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com gets an email to us. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Hello, Miss Maggie. <laughs> Hello, Steve. Greetings to you. Greetings, sir. How's your day progressing? It's progressing nicely. Enjoying yeah. the day. Yeah. yeah. What have you been up to? Oh, just, you know, being silly. No. I feel silly, silly today. Yeah? Yeah, I really do. Well, that's why you keep breaking out into laughter. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> oh, I love these kind of You're days, though. Silly. Isn't it nice out? Mm, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about the insatiable appetite of competition. Mm. And, you know, I was thinking, first of all, of course, you know, we're both musicians yeah. and we both enjoy sports. True. I mean, yeah, you know, I played uh, most team sports, but unlike you, I never played rugby. <laughs> I played American football, but I never played rugby. Yeah. Rugby is a high impact collision sport. And, and I, you know, and I was thinking about asking you uh, a couple things about it, and I looked it up. Injuries in rugby are so frequent that the <laughs> the probability now get this the probability of a player being injured in a season can be as high as ninety percent. Yeah, ninety percent. Yeah, it's rough. Nine. That means <laughs> how do how do you train for something like rugby? Um. You're, you scrimmage and you, mm. I mean, it's, it's, and you're not playing, you know, full contact in practice. And you save your life for the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but it's funny. I mean, I don't think we had one game where at least one girl didn't walk off with a concussion of some kind. And um, I also feel like I never got injured because of my height. It was always the tall girls that got hurt. I think you're just, I think they they would collide harder or higher. I don't know, but I was always underneath all of the collision. Rugby, rugby. Yeah, I mean what these a, girls were probably six feet tall. Yeah, they were huge. So I mean, you do the pile on thing and the hit and the tackle and the the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, right? but but honestly, the lower you can get for a tackle, the less chance you have of being injured. Well, now not you know for the sake of um, appearing a little ignorant. I, do you wear equipment? You don't have helmets no, or there's no, no padding, uh, nope. nothing. No. You just, You're just going for it. Wow. Yeah. It's fun. Knee pads. Uh, no, we didn't wear no. any. I don't uh, know if other people did. Did you get hurt? <laughs> no, I never did. You're a 10 percenter. Yeah, I never did. Again, I think it was my height. Mm. I think it was my height. All the collisions were sort of happening above me. <laughs> I'm, I was on the ground, you know, in the you fetal silly, po- silly in, thing in the fetal position. It was really fun though, and um, it's such a great. It's an interesting team sport too. Like just the the friendships you make and the connections you make. It was a blast. Well, I didn't play for as long as I wish I, I had. Well, I guess the, the purpose of my question, I was really curious about how you train for something like that, and 
you know, if it's such an Very injury carefully. prone <laughs> sport, because, yeah. well, and, and having played American football, I mean, you know, training, we do hit, there's, yeah. you go through different uh, periods of time where we're kind of simulating a, a real game. And, and, but it is kind of funny how, even if you're playing a full on scrimmage and it's real, if it's not for an actual competition, it is funny how everyone's sort of aware of, you know, let's not kill each other. Mm. I mean, it does matter. And I'm sure you felt that in football, too. Yeah, I mean, some of the guys would say, man, don't, don't hit. Quit hitting so hard. Yeah. <laughs> was that guy you? Uh, no, <laughs> no, actually, actually, there was a, a lineman. He was about twice my size. And I oh, thought, man. well, I'm just going to let him have it on every play. And he... I remember him asking me not to. <laughs> it's practice. Yeah, it's Steve. practice, but I don't know. <laughs> Save so. it for the competition. Well, today we're going to be talking about the insatiable appetite of competition, and this is from day forty of the guided journal. Mm. And just reading some of the the guidance here in the journal, it says desires obtained in competition are easily lost in the same manner. Any gain of this sort will pass through with sorrow. Spoils to the victor on one day and to another on another. So think creatively in order to attract your highest viewpoint of thought forms. Imagine the creative outcome and the motion toward the desire. Imagine the desire. Imagine it. Keep it before your eyes. And then believe, this is always so imperative, believe that you've already received in the present tense with gratitude and change the world around you. Do not compete for no supply is limited unless you believe it to be. That is the insatiable appetite of competition from day 40 in the guided journal. You know, when we watch world soccer or tennis, the attraction is that we are admiring the, the, the awesome skills of the players and the excitement of competition. Right. I mean, that's what draws us as spectators yeah, to absolutely. any game. That supernatural athleticism I mean, that's coming I'm, through. What I would give to have been on the sideline watching you play rugby. <laughs> I mean, just about anything. <laughs> I'd still. You, uh, you would have been the only person there watching. I us. doubt that. Uh, but you know, have you ever thought about what we, what we are really observing when we are watching uh, sports? I mean, what what is it that we are really seeing, mm. and and uh, thinking about and dwelling upon? The winners, the champions in any athletic competition, they are simply just, they are the masters of the fundamentals. The winners have mastered the fundamentals. The, the starting team in rugby, I would imagine, not knowing enough about rugby, are the, those who've mastered the fundamentals. And that's why I was asking you about the, the method of practice. Hmm. I would imagine the coaches have the players going through the fundamentals of playing the game. Absolutely. Over and over, the yeah. repetition Fundamentals and conditioning, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, so in, in other words, the competition is the same. No matter who is playing the sport, whether it's a league sport that, you know, being played by eight-year-olds or the World Cup being played by the pros in Qatar. Right. It's the same thing. True. So what I want us to consider is how did the world's best become the best? Mm. What, what did they do, uh, have they done in order to become the best? How did they become elite athletes? How did you become an elite rugby player? Well, the, the, <laughs> the, the, I'm sure you were, by the way. 
I'm not going to let you up off of this one today. I mean, it's too much fun. But no, seriously, you know, the repetition of practice, the repetition of practice, and more of the repetition of practice. It's practice, practice, practice. That's how elite athletes become elite. And then just when they find out that, you know what, they're going to play in the world championship, the grandest tournament in all of the universe, what do they do? They practice some more. Mm. Now, what did they practice? Well, they reviewed and practiced the fundamentals, the absolute basics of their sport in baseball. You know, you can ask a professional uh, baseball player, you know, a, hit, a batting champion, what is he doing in his off time? He's mm-hmm. swinging a baseball bat, yeah. swinging it at pitches. That's it's over and over the repetition of the practice. So th- it's this pattern of repetition and the focusing on the basics, the fundamentals That's been the blueprint of the most successful trainers and coaches and athletes in every athletic sport that there is. In other words, it's the the cognitive science, the thought discipline that has proven that there is one important factor for manifesting a goal. And that is it's the intensity of focusing on the fundamentals that will determine the level of our success. What a fascinating topic to, to consider because you mentioned at the beginning that we're both musicians and that's a huge part of of learning the violin, for example, because I had this teacher and it was he was my first teacher that was really elite. You know, it wasn't a kid's teacher. So this was sort of to take me into the next level. And he would really get on me for when I would stumble through a piece I'm learning, I would stop. And he really gave me a hard time about that because he said, you're learning the mistake. Stop learning the mistake. You have to keep going. So it, it is interesting to be aware of what we are repeating again and again and again and like you're saying for these elite athletes you know they're repeating the right way to swing a bat again and again and it's is instilling that in them mm-hmm. yeah and it's the same the same is true with just about any instrument and you know I've shared with you before and the same was true with me learning to play the piano and being self-taught, and I can remember the, frust- the level of frustration of trying to get my little hands to, to memorize and to be able to practice through the dexterity required mm-hmm. to get all ten fingers going in different directions. Right. And, but it was the practice and the repetition and going over and over. It, it was the motion toward the desire. It's always the motion that we're putting out there forward toward the desire. It's the discipline of our kinetic belief that always attracts results. Well, and how nice to get to that point where you've put in that time, that laser focus, the effort. And so now this thing that used to be almost impossible has become like breathing. It's become second nature to you, which is the point of it, right? That's the point of practice and rehearsing. Correct. But now, you know, this is how a child actually learns to read. Hmm. We wouldn't sit down with a child who's learning to read and then hand them the book, uh, Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte and say, read. Right. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. You, if, you might. Or you, maybe they, somebody did with you. But you wouldn't do that. No, we're at the beginning with a child. So we start with the beginning. We begin with the basics. We start with the fundamentals. Right. To become proficient and skilled, a child must first learn to identify the letters that are going to make up the words in the sentences. It takes the commitment of repetition. It takes, uh, and this requires thought, and it requires words, and it requires action. The commitment requires time. And that's the way it is with kinetic belief. It 
to become proficient in manifesting anything that we can hope for or imagine, to become a KB creative, a successful one, we first have to master the fundamentals in order to master the universe. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, most of what's happening in our lives is still accidental. Right. And we're still victims to our wayward thoughts and being tossed around to and fro and being double-minded. And it would seem that it's really important to acknowledge that this is the process because if you do skip past the fundamentals and you do try to go to the advanced section too early, it will cause frustration and failure. And usually you don't go back to the beginning, you just give up and quit. Exactly. And you're one of those that's saying, it's just not working for me. Yeah. Well, what do you do when you say that? You just sent out that message and you've aligned yourself with the negative energetics that this will not work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, congratulations, you attracted and manifested Mm. this not working for you because you're mastering the universe around you and everything that's forming in proximity to us Mm. is a result of what we've been thinking and saying. That's why this is so important. Well, I remember one time, this was a long time ago, but we, we did some research, um, on why repetition causes you to easily step into that to that practice after you've been repeating it for so long and we discovered that there was this thing called myelin in your brain and it would wrap every time that you would repeat a function you are literally uh, insulating and wrapping your your nerve endings and your neurons with that myelin and that was fascinating to me because you can really sort of imagine that happening and see that happening and that's not just with physical actions i'm sh- you know that relates to exactly what we're talking about with kinetic belief well, that's the physiological response to the uh, repetition of practice yes. that's what's happening in the the organic matter of our brains mm. in order to enable us to do this thing with uh, a unique practiced and perfected way of, of doing something it could be playing tennis it could be swinging a baseball bat or making a tackle in rugby or it could be being nice to your your sister it could be the same thing that's a that's a tall order <laughs> let me real. repeat Not this real. i need to i need to straighten uh, up just kidding here. april i yeah. love you <laughs> so no seriously look as we do this and we get into the the habitual pattern and practice of staying in the repetitious um, uh, mindset of working on the fundamentals Our healing comes faster, the abundance of our prosperity becomes quicker and easier, and the time between our daily affirmations of, I'm so grateful for what I'm believing to receive, and there it is, it's going to grow shorter and shorter and shorter. It almost seems like you're describing a process that's taking baby steps in the right direction, just making sure that you're mastering this every single step of the way, because it's a great point. Um, If you don't conquer the fundamentals here at the beginning you do get sloppy as you go along and when you get sloppy it's not really sloppy anymore it's just you're you've memorized the wrong things well let's take for example if somebody says well i'm going to prove to you that the law of attraction works and we color a a nickel the color of blue okay and We look at that, say, now look at this blue nickel. Now imagine it and see it. And Mm -hmm. we're going to attract more blue nickels. (laughs) And then we just toss it to the side and forget about it. Okay. And then we hope to see a, for proof, a blue nickel to show up at some point in the future. And it may or may not show up. Mm -hmm. And if it does, well, then we just proven to ourselves and maybe someone else that, hey, look, the law of attraction worked for us. (laughs) Well, what is wrong with this scenario? 
how many uh, proverbial blue nickels do you see in a day? Right. Yeah. So what are you attracting in your life? Randomness. Right. Random things that we see, that we think about. Mm-hmm. This leaves us as uh, accidental victims to the law of attraction. And we have some success one day and we have failure the next, mm-hmm. both of which we're attracting into our lives. So what we're doing is we're mastering the techniques of kinetic belief in order to get out front and yeah. to be in control and charge of the authority and the dominion that we came into the natural with. Well, and I think that's why it's so um, encouraging, really. When you teach us about the science of kinetic belief and the law of attraction, exactly how it works, you literally take us back to uh, the beginning of time and creation because that is real. You know, you don't need to, when you have hard science and this has already been proven, you don't need to test your theory anymore. You just need to practice the fundamentals and get cooking with it. And But to practice the fundamentals, we need to train. We need to know what we're practicing. Yes. We need to be coached and to be able to coach ourselves is like... Like when, you know, I'm learning to play the piano as a child, I am becoming aware of the 88 keys on the piano, what each one will do individually. And then I'm focused on those, thinking about those, imagining those, hearing melodies and going through all the fundamentals Mm. of learning to play an instrument. And it's the same thing with kinetic belief. There is a method to this, although it's, it's not a complicated one, but there's still one that we put things in their proper order. It's as complicated as swinging a baseball bat. Well, how difficult is that? It's probably pretty tough if you're looking to hit a baseball out of a major league field park. But a two-year-old can swing a baseball bat. Well, and that's why it's so exciting to have a coach, you as a coach, because that's going to be the key to success. Because... Like you just said, anyone can swing the bat, but it's having that person there that's giving you the advice and the tweaks. And for example, releasing music as a lot of examples today, because it's really a perfect overlay for this. Um, with violin, if I'm, ha- I remember very clearly having trouble reaching for certain notes when I was younger, and the teacher comes over and he just completely changes my posture and pulls my elbow under and readjusts my hand and then it's easy but I could have never known that on my own and having that Mm -hmm. insight Mm -hmm. and you know trying it for yourself trying those fundamentals but then having someone illuminate these little tips and tricks for you it it really pushes you into each level that you're striving for great point I can remember like it was yesterday and I'm just booking along and I'm playing music and I'm I'm developing in the dexterity of it. But Mm -hmm. then, and I remember someone showing me that, you know, lift your wrists higher than your hands. Oh, that's awkward. But oh my goodness, I went to (laughs) a completely different level of ability just by reposturing the the form of which I was holding my hands. Light bulb moments like that can change your life. Well, that's what we want to do is to have our lives changed, isn't Mm, it? We all want to become world champions at the law of attraction. Why? Because we're manifesting our beliefs that we are choosing. We're training to master the fundamentals of kinetic belief. And I like, too, the idea of paring this down to the fundamentals because that really helps you get your arms around what you're trying to accomplish. You know, let's say that you have, that we have an issue. Like, I go through my day, let's say I have an issue with just saying bad things about my body image. 
And so if I could just focus on that one fundamental and fix that one fundamental, that's done. Check. It's one and done. I've conquered it. I can move on. I've perfected it. So I love this idea of get your arms around this. You can accomplish one thing at a time. Go ahead and start these building blocks now. And then as you go and you move through time, it builds on itself. And And that's what we're doing, right? We're just building this beautiful place to inhabit. That's exactly right. And we are developing in the fundamentals in order to develop in those habits, aren't we? Yeah. Look, okay, well, let's look at it like this. Let's say, okay, today we're talking about the insatiable appetite of competition from day 40 in the guided journal. And let's say that this is the first day of training camp, Mm. all right? And we've all shown up here. Well, we're not going to go out here and start full contact in rugby or football, are we? There's some things that we have to work on first. And actually, if I'm your trainer, Perhaps I've hired a nutritionist, and we've, we've all met in an air-conditioned room in the building somewhere. We're not even thinking about playing this sport yet. We're yeah. going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about the importance of warming up and stretching. We're going to talk about uh, the importance of yeah. hydration before we show up on the field of yep. competition. You need that good foundation. All right, so while training, here we are today in the fundamentals of our authority and our dominion to create through attraction, because that's what we're doing. In the same way that an athlete prepares to train by getting the the proper nutrition and hydrating and stretching, prepare to train in the fundamentals of becoming an avatar, living your best life. Get the proper nutrition for training in the fundamentals of kinetic belief by casting out pride and vanity. Don't allow yourself to think about competing to beat anybody else to look better than anyone else, or to rule over other creatives. That's the mindset of a champion. A desire to manifest some sort of control over other people is actually a secret motive for a lot of people, and that's why I'm even bringing this up. That drives so many people, and we we were talking about that earlier, just the things that we see people do because of pride, Mm. because of envy. It's a secret motive for a lot of people. So, And it's an energetic. Why is this important? Because it's an energetic that originated from the negative constructs of competition, the wrong kind of competition. It is an abuse of our dominion. The desire for power over others is rooted in fear, and it comes from envy. I mean, it's just rooted in this self-debasement of low self-esteem. In other words, the negative energetics of malice and enmity, which, you know, is such an enormous driving force in any kind of competition. But those negative energetics is evidence that the advancing life-giving force of unconditional love is not present. It's missing. It's a check. It's a vital sign that needs to be checked before we begin uh, competing in with ourselves in the game of uh, kinetic belief for life. So we determine to make certain that all of our personal ambitions are for the purpose of seeking the good of all, for everyone in our family, our neighborhood, in the world, for all others. And we hydrate before we train in the fundamentals of kinetic belief, and we do it by refusing to dwell on thoughts of bad habits and doing things that just don't align with our highest viewpoints for thought forms. We're hydrating in that. And we stretch, we warm up, and we stretch our cognitive reasonings before training in the fundamentals of kinetic belief. How do we do that? We do it by stirring up all of the authority within the manifesting power of our souls. 
to celebrate and encourage and edify and champion everybody around us. Well, and I like how you are giving us these visuals of the foundation that needs to be laid because everything you just described, the hydration, the stretching, um, no matter how fantastic an athlete you are, that will be required every day for the rest of your life. And well, if you're going to be successful, it will. And so I love this idea that we have daily foundations that we have to lay. We have daily things that, that are going to anchor us in this process and keep us healthy in our desires as we move forward. And I just, I, I love that analogy. Well, imagine Michael Jordan, who would probably shoot a thousand hoops before a game <sighs> to practice if he didn't hydrate. Right. Doesn't it doesn't matter how good you are at hitting the the target. Mm. If you're not hydrated, you're you're you collapse. It's all these pieces that yeah. perfect the fundamentals for us to become world champions. Yet again, it's interesting that we are you're showing us that we really have to have that holistic view of not only our life but of how we're going to achieve all these things that we're dreaming of. Yeah, and you know, after you've gone through all of these things, and you've got that holistic viewpoint. You see yourself as the world champion playing on the world stage of manifestations. And you're doing it correctly and, you're, and efficiently. And you're, the, the amount of time that's required for us to attract something that we are working on is shortened. Mm-hmm. And we're just becoming so good at this. You know what the next step is? What? Repeat. <laughs> And again, I say repeat Repeat. (laughs) for the repetition of practice will manifest your best life. It's doing it over and over and working on the Mm -hmm. fundamentals just because you know how doesn't mean you remember it, that you will be proficient at it. You know, the, 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 the guy that's hitting all these home runs, he may have been playing professional baseball for 20 years and he's going to continue swinging the bat. As long as he has another turn at bat. Well, and something that a new really cool perspective that this is giving me, and it's so encouraging, is this idea that we should approach kinetic belief. We should approach our daily um, aggression for these things that we're desiring as an elite athlete. Because I think it's really easy to sort of go through these motions as if you're just the guy that kind of goes to the park once a week to shoot hoops versus a Michael Jordan. We need to dig deep and find that fire and that tenacity and, and allow ourselves to, to have that identity of elitism when it comes to what we're, what we're trying to achieve here. And I love that you, again, use the word motion. It's always the motion. Aristotle said, for the things that we have to learn before we can do them, we learn by doing them. <laughs> You know, that's great. And it's funny, I, I heard something recently also, and, oh, I hope I can say it right. It, it was basically just saying, be brave. Be brave enough to be bad at something new. That's great. Isn't that it? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's wonderful. And I that's love- called loving yourself, too. Yeah. Because a person that can humble themselves to make a mistake, those are people yes. that don't have the, the issue with low self-esteem. Yeah. We, we rise above all of that and we mm-hmm. fall in unconditional love with who we were created to become. Yeah. And uh, we have a sense of humor and joy and delight can come from failing as well as winning yeah. because it's not about winning the game. It's about the journey that we're on, uh, that we're taking yeah. while uh, pursuing well, the game of life. That's so good. And, and what you're describing, isn't that the difference between perfectionism versus excellence excellence is something that we're chasing and that we're striving for and that we want to have but 
if you're trying to be perfect, that's not even what this is about. And that's going to kill your creativity. It's going to kill your self-esteem. You have to be able to, to acknowledge that you're abs- doing your absolute best and that that's, that's what you want. That's what you're asking of yourself. Casting down negative imaginations and every high thing that comes in there trying yeah. to divert us away from our highest viewpoints mm-hmm. for our best life. And by casting those down, we remain committed and laser focused in on what we are attracting into our lives and not looking to the left, not looking to the right, not being distracted by anyone that should show up and try to divert us even unknowingly away from the very thing that we are attracting into our lives. And it's really funny because you brought up rugby so much. And just as you described that slow learning process when you're at the very beginning and you don't know the techniques and you're going through it slowly, it just totally triggered a memory. I totally forgotten about this that when I first learned how to tackle someone and I remember she this girl um, she had been on the team a long time but she literally took me in slow motion and showed me exactly where my shoulder was supposed to end up and I mean it was so unbelievably slow and she did this over and over and over again to get me to that quick place it was really so that's really interesting it fits in exactly with breaking down the fundamentals right breaking down the fundamentals yeah well let's break down some more fundamentals right now and work on some guided thought forms (laughs) okay let's do it just say this uh, and repeat it after me say that i am strong and healthy i am strong and healthy i'm a world-class kb champion i'm a world-class kb champion my muscles are are powerful my muscles are powerful i'm a world-class kb champion i'm a world-class kb champion my body is athletic and muscular my body is athletic Athletic and muscular. I'm a world-class KB champion. I'm a world-class KB champion. My mind is focused on enlarging my manifestations. My mind is focused on enlarging my manifestations. Because I'm a world-class KB champion. Because... I'm a world-class KB champion. I am eating the right foods. I'm eating the right foods. To help me work on the fundamentals. To help me work on the fundamentals. Of kinetic belief. Of kinetic belief. My metabolism is increasing. My metabolism is increasing. As I work on the fundamentals of kinetic belief. As I work on the fundamentals of kinetic belief. I am toning up as mental fat is replaced by mental muscle. (laughs) I'm toning up mental fat replaced by mental muscle. My body is built for strength training. My body is built for strength training. I'm a world-class KB champion. I am a world-class KB champion. I'm dedicated to increasing my strength. I'm dedicated to increasing my strength. And fundamental fitness. And fundamental fitness. Because I'm determined. Because I am determined. To be. To be. A world-class KB champion. (laughs) Guess what? A world-class KB champion. I strength train every day. I strength train every day. And that is the insatiable appetite of competition from day 40. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I I enjoyed remembering remembering rugby and (laughs) violin and training. And we can do this is the point, right? This is possible. All we have to do is show up with a desire and be excited and ready and willing to work on the fundamentals of kinetic belief. Ready and willing. Well on your way. That spirit of excellence. Wow. If you do want to purchase the journal that Stephen has mentioned today, you can do that at www.stephencanyon.com. That's the website. If you want to shoot us an email, something that you might like to hear us discuss on the podcast, send it to kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Yeah. Love to all the KBs around the world. And thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.